0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: I'm willing to bet everybody listening and watching has made a bad decision based on jumping to conclusions, usually positive conclusions, about somebody else that proved to be inaccurate. Have you ever
0: misjudged a situation that appeared desirable but ended in disaster? Have you been betrayed by a friend, co worker, or love interest? We all face challenging, heartbreaking experiences that require us to make important decisions. Rather than pursue worldly advice, we can find complete wisdom and discretion in God and His Word. And today's guest is going to share with us how we can do that. We're joined today by Wendy Patrick. She is a career prosecutor with degrees in psychology, law, divinity, and theology. And today in connection, she'll share with us how we can overcome deception with biblical perception. We're joined today by Wendy Patrick. She is a career trial attorney and an author. The name of that book is Why Bad Looks So Good, Biblical Wisdom to Make Smart Choices In Life, Love and Friendship, we want to get to know you a little bit better. First of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you landed in the role as a career trial attorney.
1: Well, I've been a trial attorney for almost 30 years. I'm a prosecutor. I always call myself a career prosecutor. But I began my career as a criminal defense attorney. Most people that know me today can't believe that's true. But personally, I think it made me a better prosecutor. Um, Looking where there's weakness, looking at uh, how victimization occurred, you know, about mid-career as a prosecutor, I really became fascinated with how can I use this biblically? How can I prevent more men, women, children from being victimized by people they trust, by people that look good, sound good, or flashy and fun. All of the reasons people get just brought in by that charismatic personality. And so I actually went back to school, got a master in divinity, then got a PhD, then became formally ordained. Um, and as you mentioned earlier, writing books along the way. My first book was Reading People. Um, it was a, a revision of the New York Times bestseller, and it really talked a lot about jury selection. Um, then my next one was Red Flags, which came out in 2015 which was a little bit of a deeper dive into looking below the surface trying to figure out what somebody's all about and then more recently god really put upon my heart how can i really bring this home for for the secular field which has been my mission field uh, mm-hmm. for 30 years how can i explain showcase and illustrate the way the bible is the best source of information advice and wisdom no matter what anybody's faith is in order to make sure nobody gets victimized nobody makes bad choices and we're able to have a lifetime of health love and happiness and that book is called why bad looks good tell
0: us a little bit about this book
1: well it's actually um i thought of the title it's been the title of a psychology today column i've been writing for almost 10 years And I have about 675 articles in there right now that I've written. But really, one of the themes that has fascinated me is exactly the answer to that question. Why is it that we look at at something? um, The darkness looks delightful, as I sometimes say. What is it about, you know, um, the deception of public perception? Everybody's doing it. Social media influencers why that looks beautiful is one that I have a lot of experience uh, with as a trial attorney, where I've got a you know female defendant, for example, sitting at the defendant's table in polka dots and pearls, and all the jurors are looking over and they're smiling there and after she's charged with robbing a bank, um having sex with her students, something terrible, but they're really focused on the looks instead of actually, well, wait a minute, maybe those looks were used malevolently to lure victims rather than benevolently, you know, to showcase Mm -hmm. what God gave her. So I just, there's so many of these combinations over the years that I've begun really looking into that I thought, why not compile this together in a fashion that'll actually really help other people that may be facing the same issues? Because I'm willing to bet everybody listening and watching has made a bad decision Based on jumping to conclusions, usually positive conclusions about somebody else that proved to be inaccurate.
0: From your experience, what have you discovered and why is it that we are drawn to that and how, why does that just throw off our perception so much?
1: Well, we're all the same in what uh, really captures our attention. It's probably a good way to say it. We talked about looks, that's obvious. But I I actually have more more chapters in this book than in any book I've ever written. I mean, I have one chapter in this, not just because I'm a trial attorney and I speak for a living, but I have one bad sounds good, the seduction of a silver tongue. Um, And that's an example of, it's more than just looking. Sometimes people tell us, what we want to hear, which is actually the the title of the next chapter, bittersweet nothings. <laughs> Here, uh, what we want to hear. There are people that not only look good, but they have studied us enough. Usually, because they have ulterior motives, they studied us enough to know what would make us feel good, what we would want to hear, what sort of compliments would really make our day. Maybe it's not you look nice. Maybe it's wow, that was an insightful comment boy, that was brilliant. Do you know how, how friendly you are? If only there were more people like you to make uh, the world a better place. There are so many different kinds of areas where we have vulnerabilities. If a predator, if a manipulator, sometimes I call those uh, them social predators that are manipulating for money, for power, for status, for all the other things that we can offer other people, you would look and see, well, where do they think your crack in the armor is and how do they then narrowly focus what they're flattering you over in order to make a difference. Now, I suppose I should give a caveat. I believe that most people are good. People say, oh, you must be so jaded 30 years as a prosecutor. Nope. If anything, it has really strengthened my godly view in humanity as a a people that are created in God's image. We are just talking about a very small sliver that's on the criminal spectrum but a much larger group that's capable of using some of these tactics and techniques to get ahead. Some of them may not even necessarily recognize their behavior as evil. They may just think, look, I need to climb the corporate ladder. I know what to do and say and how to behave to get this boss, this coworker, this peer to allow me to whatever it is, and I'm going to use it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not manipulating vulnerability on the part of the victim. So there's a broad spectrum of people that I hope to reach through this book. Um, It sounds like I'm both victims and perpetrators.
0: (laughs) When you talk about the different people that you're trying to reach, it's very interesting because at the beginning you mentioned the secular world. Why is that so important to you?
1: Oh, because, you know, it's almost like when you get on an airplane and you start talking to your seatmate, and you realize they're already Christian. Then all of a sudden, there's a lot less pressure on you to spend the flight witnessing. <laughs> I'm always just so thrilled to interact with other Christians, but I have uniquely felt that's not my calling is to simply interact with other Christians. Maybe it's because of my profession where there's far less Christians than non-Christians. I have felt my calling is the opposite is how can I use the personal influence I already have by the credibility I've built up within 30 years working as a trial lawyer, as a prosecutor, and the friendships I've made with everybody in the system where you know I'm not some Bible salesman going door to door. I'm actually someone that has grown up with my peers. They're far more likely to listen to me if they get into trouble or if they become receptive or if I want to talk than a stranger. And so I have felt that my mission field has intentionally been the secular world. And that has always been where I feel my passion. When it comes to
0: people and figuring them out, when we don't have that opportunity to actually chat with them, and instead we're just looking at a person and judging them on their appearance, how can we get to know that person and what they're up to without actually getting to speak with them?
1: By uh, looking at what else they post, so dating websites are a real good case study on how, there, how many clues there actually are. I mean, some of the more obvious ones, you know, does somebody have a website or a dating profile where it's pictures of their dog or their cat? Or is it pictures of boys night out last weekend? I mean, do they have photos of their family um, is it related to their finances? What do they showcase? Now, you got to figure everybody's going to put their best foot forward, which makes it even more disturbing when people feel the need to go that extra mile to hopefully stand out from their peers, I guess, and post things that are salacious, that are sensual. Um, th- these are big problems because one of the things I've done as a prosecutor is handle cases where victims have been raped on a first date, believing Mm. everything they see on a dating profile, including a false profession of Christianity. And and part of why I have so many chapters is, you know, there's lots of ways in which predators, especially sexual predators, make them look good by, by being honest about the credentials they have. Maybe they really do. I mean, how many mass shooters have we seen in the last couple of years who have been Ph.D. students. I mean, we forget that the Unabomber had a Ph.D. in math. I mean, most people are happy they passed high school math. But I could go on forever with the examples of credentials do not equal credibility. So when people are online, they can boast about their credentials. They can boast about their pedigree, their supposed theology. But you really don't know as much as you need to until you look at things like hobbies like photographs, you're going to find either a lapse in judgment or an intentional marketing of sensuality over sincerity. There are so many ways that you can find red flags. you really flying on dating websites. Here's the problem. The halo effect. Despite everything you're reading, you train in your reading glasses for rose-colored glasses in order to mute the red flags you've already seen. Because somebody's good-looking, they tell you what you want to hear, you're going to move forward anyway bad idea. That's why I wrote this book, Biblical Wisdom. Go there first. You're not going to find the Bible in the self-help section of the bookstore. That's a shame, because it's the world's most popular, best-selling self-help book.
0: And that's exactly where I was going to take this. How do we bring this all back to the Bible, and how do we use that to help us learn more and to guide us in this?
1: There's so much in the Bible. That having the secular world in mind, I chose very carefully, very painstakingly and very meticulously scripture passages that match each of the chapters. Ignorance is bliss when less looks like more. When risky looks rewarding, when darkness looks desirable. How about this one? When lust looks like love. All of the chapters are designed to sort of be teasers, to look, well, what's in what does the Bible have to say here? Because there are scriptural truths to guide our decision-making in every one of these areas, from health to happiness, from glamour to greed, everything in between. There are specific scriptures, so many of them, it was often hard to choose. My secular friends are going to read this book and say, I had no idea all of this was in the Bible. Yes, it is, and more, and it's better advice Than Anybody else could give you. So the book is designed to appeal to everyone. By the way, these chapters are laid out. Um, All the chapters are designed to be clickbait to the extent that people want to read more and learn. What does the Bible say about that? Because that is the source of the wisdom that brings life. All of it. So that is why I have so many different chapters to really appeal to every walk of life, every demographic background uh, and every potential reader. There's something for you. How has all of this impacted you in your own career? Well, it's actually an outgrowth of my career. This is what I've been dealing with for 30 years is having victims come in and say, you know, I can't believe I fell for this guy. Um, sometimes they don't even say that until the trial's over with. Or they'll come in and just be so ashamed and embarrassed that they were taken in by somebody who ended up being only after their money, their children, their job, all the different ways in which predators target certain people. So this is actually um, almost cathartic in explaining you're not alone, uh, victims. We're going to help you move towards survivorhood by recognizing why this happened, and how easily it happens. And most importantly, how the Bible can help you make sure it never happens again. We like to think we learn through other people's mistakes. Usually, we learn the best through our own. How can someone be sure that they're
0: using their influence and power to benefit others? That can be very, very tricky.
1: Well if the goal is empowering others that should really characterize every bit of utilizing power you know that's why they say power tends to corrupt power is not all corrupting i mean look look at jesus he was the most powerful force in the universe and he used his power to equip the disciples, his followers, everyone else, he delegated that power to others. But here's the catch with that. And actually, there's a lot of illustration in the Bible about this too. People don't really know what to do with power unless it's new. So the good, powerful leader will equip and teach. In other words, you don't promote somebody to the head of a company and let them go in that capacity. In my psychology today column, I write a lot about the hazards of newly acquired power without somebody to help you know how to wield that power. It's kind of like winning the lottery without anybody giving you financial advice. So power is important because it can be used benevolently and the benevolent use of power is in other focused use that clearly does not seek to bring glory to oneself, but only to inspire and encourage others that they too can accomplish whatever it is that they too can use that power for good role modeling and mentoring necessarily involves the benevolent use and transfer of power.
0: I love it for our listeners that are interested in learning more about your book, why bad looks good want to hear more about this, want to learn to look past all of this and go back to the Bible? How can they go about doing that?
1: Well, you can um, go to my website, wendypatrickphd.com. You can follow me um, on Twitter at wendypatrickphd. Um, the book is online. It's easy to find. You know, it used to be when I wrote my first book, I had to give specific instructions as to how to find it on Amazon. Nowadays, I, I just just Google it and you'll get all the links uh, you possibly could want to figure out how to find it. Um, if you do like it, I would love to hear from you. Um, yes, I love reviews, but I also love personal notes and reach outs because my plan is to keep writing. And your comments are all taken to heart. And my next book will no no doubt incorporate some of the wisdom you impart to me. You know, God designed us to use our spiritual gifts in community. So iron sharpens iron. And I'm always uh, listening and seeking to learn from uh, my readers, my viewers, and from the fine folks that listen and watch your show.
0: Thank you so much for making time for us. We do appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.